Changes uh, to telehealth, by the way, are set to come into effect from the 30th of June. It's next Thursday. That's going to cap the number of phone appointments a GP is able to conduct each year. Now, I think just about all of us would have had a, a telehealth appointment since the pandemic hit, and I think most of us would agree it's a pretty handy service to be able to access. Uh, this morning, though, I wanted to check in with the Tasmanian Deputy Chair of the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners, Dr Toby Gardner, to get a little more info on what these changes will mean for you and me. Dr Gardner joins me live in the line now. Doctor, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Mike. So what exactly is changing June 30? So from 1st of July, the number of telephone consultations that we're able to conduct uh, per year will be capped at no more than 30 telephone consultations in no more than 20 days over the year. It does seem, I mean, why is this change happening? Because they seem to be saying, hey, we're coming out of the other side of the pandemic, but that's not the case, is it? It's certainly not, and not with the last three days in Tasmania with numbers of COVID back above uh, 1,000 per day at least and the amount of influenza A that we're seeing in the community as well. So we're by no means out the other end of the pandemic. No. Um, so as a college, we're pushing to try and just defer this for a little bit longer. It's, it's, it's just, you look, it beggars belief, realistically, COVID's still in our communities, you say. I mean, what does it mean with people with respiratory issues who shouldn't be seeing their doctors in person anyway? Yeah, well, I mean, we, we're still seeing people uh, in person with respiratory issues, but, but a lot of people want to be managed over the phone or, or through video consult because they're, they're worried about coming out. People are worried about getting sick coming to the doctors, which is what happens. A lot of our community are vulnerable and immunosuppressed, the elderly. So, so we, we think telehealth really needs to stay and, and needs to stay uh, unchanged as it is at the moment. I, I think we'd all agree. So talk us through the specifics of this 30-20 cap. So the, the reason that this has been introduced is, is probably just to crack down on corporate malfeasance and, and those sort of corporates that go out and, and perhaps unscrupulously um, charge lots of telehealth item numbers for people with quick sort of turnover consults. And so while, while we support the need to sort of regulate um, this industry, we also see, in, in, particularly in Tasmania, a lot of our population are quite geographically dispersed and they, they appreciate the chance to be able to call in, check in uh, on their chronic disease without having to come all the way in. Um, and a lot of us are still getting sick as well. We've had a number of doctors sick in the last couple of weeks and they want to keep working, but they can't be in the practice because they've got COVID or the flu. And so they rely on telehealth to continue to be able to see their patients. And can I ask you uh, candidly, doctor, what do you think of the public health's easing of mask mandates? Uh, well, we know we know that that uh, will happen around Tasmania, but I can tell you, as a, as a private company, we'll be continuing to uh, to wear masks to work and and wanting our patients to do so, just because there's still so much illness in the community, and we know that people do get sick in waiting rooms, so we want to prevent that. That's a very good point. Is that cap just for bulk billing of telehealth or for telehealth appointments altogether? It's for it's for telephone appointments altogether. Um, and it, it doesn't apply so much to, to video consults, but what we know is that since telehealth came about, about 98% of consultations through telehealth have been telephone, and, and a lot of our elderly patients don't have the, the infrastructure or the, the mobiles to do video consults. What about, uh, realistically, how many of these appointments are GPs, the GPs are conducting each year at the moment, say? Uh, well, at the moment, I, I would probably say it's a mix. I'd say my, my day, looking through my day at the moment, is probably about a quarter telehealth. So people are coming in. 
Um, but certainly um, with, with the ones who are sick, and there are a number of us who are sick in our practice, and they're, of course, all telehealth, and, and they would be seeing over 30 patients a day, So, um, but they're now limited to only do that uh, less than 20 days in a year. That's what I mean under the under the changes to, and I'd love you to explain it, I was reading, if a doctor exceeds the limit by one patient, they can mm. be referred to the professional services review. Yep, absolutely. But, and, but it's a and, crook person. Know, it's someone, this is, what, this is, this is crazy. Yeah, I know, and we've all been struggling. We're, we're at the sort of highest level of burnout that we've ever had in our profession. We're all struggling to retain doctors. So any disincentive where we're going to be referred for review or referred for APRA um, just leaves a bit of a sour taste in our mouth and, and sort of does, you know, makes us really think about what we're doing. It does. I mean, it, it can affect your registration and uh, limited registrations. You can have that. I mean, that APRA, by the way, I believe is Australian Prudential Regulation Authority. Uh, no, it's the Australian Health Protection uh, Health Practitioners Regulation Authority. So it's AHPRA. So gotcha. a little bit different to APRA. Yeah. Good heavens, so many of those. So, Ron, I'm glad yeah. you've cleared that. But the changes, we'll, we'll see what is it. The bulk build 20 minute consultations. They they come to an end. Uh, that's with, right. And yeah. I mean, that's that's to to so many people, and I can't emphasize this. Is is just debilitating i mean surely they can can, is there exceptions can there be exceptions Uh, well no that's that not at the moment we're we're pushing for a sort of more form more of you so so there will be exceptions because there are there are people who need more than 20 minutes on on the phone with their doctor because there's a lot of issues to get through you know um and a lot of people who rely on us for counseling and so forth and of course mental health issues have gone through the roof with the pandemic and, and you can't do it all in, in six minutes, 15 minutes. You need time. So that's what we're pushing for. Yeah, time. Good heavens. And what about patients, especially in rural, say, or remote areas? How it can yeah. really impact them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and even I was ringing a patient of mine two nights ago and, and he didn't have a mobile. And, and lots of people don't have mobile. They just have landlines in, in rural areas. So, so the only way we can get in touch with them is through the landline. So, um, realistically, if I can ask you honestly, I'm speaking with Dr. Toby Gardner, Tasmania Deputy Chair of the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners. Where should that cap be, or, or does it? I mean, or does it just need to be unlimited, really? Well, well, I think you know, in, in our profession, there are very, very few doctors who are actually going out to try and do the wrong thing, and and the regulators already know who they are. So, realistically, we don't think there needs to be a cap because. Uh, the people who are well outside of the bell curve are already sitting there anyway, and we know they're going to get taps on the shoulders. We're all just trying to get on with life and get on with working. What else is changing June 30 or for, for the first? I mean, I read, read that obviously the bulk build 20-minute consultations will end. There'll be a mandate that all consultations take place via online video link. Mm, yeah, and that, that's the, the, the odd thing is that there's been not a lot of restriction on, on video consultations, but it's all put down to telephone consultations. Video provi- provides more, um, you know, it, it's a better better way of consulting, but, but as we know, people just don't have the, the know-how or the ability to do that. Well, digital literacy in Tasmania, we know it's it, we're struggling in, in this state in that regard. People are certainly trying to, to make it better, but we are struggling. And considering the health crisis impacting our hospitals, this is the last thing our health system needs, isn't it? Yeah. I agree, I agree. Just so, what would you have? What would you, what would you say? What could you say to uh, to the Premier, Health Minister Jeremy Rockliffe, if you could, if you had us, if you sat down with him and you just had me a quiet cup of coffee, say, Jeremy, 
we would say, Jeremy, please talk to Mark Butler about uh, extending this because this is a uh, it's a federal it's a federal issue. It's a Medicare issue, and in the midst of the pandemic and the worst flu season that we've seen in at least six years, please defer this for at least another six months and uh, and let let's get together and work out a way to go forward and make it sustainable long term. And if I can, uh, Doctor, tell me your thoughts regarding COVID and flu. Now with the masks off, you, you realistically, let's be honest, there's social distancing. Well, that doesn't exist. I still see people wear the masks. I certainly do it. Some producer, Rhea, who's yeah. uh, certainly a lot younger than me, she wears the mask too. I mean, we wear them in different places because for our, our own safety and others too, I'm sure. But the, the mask, that, I mean, I understand in schools. I mean, I've had people, incredible arguments with me about mask mandates, et cetera. But we need, we need to be cautious and careful. It seems to me we're in a worse situation with COVID now than we were when we were in lockdown. Yeah, we, we certainly are in the last week, that's for sure. Um, but it's compounded by the influenza at the moment, and it's a real epidemic of influenza. Um, and again, we know masks are going to help with that. So that's why we'll be keeping them in our practice at this point in time, so people need to so people need to remember the flu uh, and get mm-hmm. the flu shot. There's a, there's opportunities. I, I believe at Launceston Transit Centre's doing them um, today or Sunday, nine to four thirty. Um, that's Northern Clinics, Georgetown Memorial Hall uh, tomorrow, ten a.m. to three thirty p.m. So there's flu and COVID shots because are you finding people take picking up on the third COVID? And we're finding there's a lot of that. How? Huh? Uh, yeah, no, our, our population have been really good at picking up on the COVID vaccines and boosters and, and we want to remind people that there's uh, there's still plenty around. The government did order a lot of vaccines, so if you're not adequately covered, come to come to us, see your GP. All GPs have a, adequate supply of flu vaccines as well, which our state government is funding for everyone up until the 6th of July. So if you haven't had a flu vaccine, now's the time to get it. Um, because there's just so much going around. And I can tell you that every sort of second person we're seeing in our urgent care centre is coming back positive with flu. Of course, we're keeping them separate from everyone else, but it's out there. That is, um, I'm glad you mentioned that. It's quite quite scary. What do we need to be doing to look after ourselves in regarding influenza? Well, we need to be getting vaccinated. We know we know the vaccine's not as effective as the COVID vaccine, but any bit of help is is uh, is good. And then when you're sick, staying away from other people so you can limit the spread. Yeah, and there's a different one, isn't it, for over sixty fives? I gather I heard that we were Absolutely. mentioning yep. that. So this, so flu and COVID shots are still out there. Just grab it. Just yep. basically, just saying, please look after yourselves. Absolutely, yeah, and look after the community. And uh, and I do hope they. Uh, I don't know how what can change, but they've got to have a real think about this. Uh, the, I can't, oh, can't believe telehealth. Mm. That's just mm. amazing, Doctor Toby Gardner, Tasmanian Deputy Chair of the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners. Uh, appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Mike. Good to talk to you. Um, look, get your shot. I know that people are going. Oh, no, I'm not into that. Well. Look after yourself, whatever you do. And mask mandates, well, wear a mask if you feel comfortable doing just that.